faithwire.com. Christians are heading to Florida to protest Disney. We'll have that top story and more on today's 4 and 3 podcast from CBN's Faithwire. Today is Thursday, April 21st, 2022. I am Dan Andros, and you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. We'd love to have you with us each and every day as we go through the news with a Christian perspective. Joining me, as always, Trey Gons Phillips and Billy Hallowell with a look at what is coming up on today's podcast. How's it going today, fellas? Living the dream. <laughs> always. Well, You're always living the dream. I appreciate I that about you. I really I am. <laughs> and it's Friday, Junior. So it we're, is. We're really, really close now to the weekend. Indeed. Closing in. Closing in. There. So what do yeah. we got? What do we got going on? What do we got coming up? Well, like you said, I'm going to be talking about Sean Foyt. He already held one rally in California. Now he's taking it to the other side of the country. So we'll get into why he's doing that and the the details surrounding that. All right. We're also going to be talking about former Vice President Mike Pence. He recently revealed how he would respond if his son or daughter came out to him as gay. Interesting. I'm going to I'm going to talk guys about this story in Vice and it's from a video that popped up of a Christian singing a worship song on a plane. And the reaction is a little over the top, to say the least. So I'm looking forward to diving into that one in a few minutes as well. But we're going to start with you, Trey, and what's going on with Disney. Yeah. All right. So Sean Foyt, he's a former Bethel worship leader. He's become uh, an activist. He ran for Congress in California. Uh, so he announced Wednesday that he is going to be leading a hold the line. That's his the, his brand. He's going to be leading a rally next month uh, at Walt Disney World, their resort complex. So they got four theme parks and several resorts there in Central Florida and Orlando. Uh, so he's leading that on May 16th. Uh, and that comes just a couple weeks after he hosted a similar event at the Walt Disney Company headquarters in Burbank, California. He's also held a small rally at Disneyland, which is in uh, Anaheim, California. So now, but this one is going to be, I think, probably uh, the big one uh, because all of it has centered on the don't say gay bill, which is uh, is actually uh, the parental rights and education bill, which yes. has been mischaracterized, of course, uh, as the, the don't say gay bill. Uh, so Governor DeSantis in Florida, he signed that bill into law in late March. It's set to go into effect on July 1st. And the reason that Disney has been at the center of this, of course, is because originally Disney CEO Bob Chapek uh, took a, an apolitical stance. He decided not to wade into the politics of it. He actually said it the time. This is early on uh, in this uh, debate over this parental rights bill. He said that corporate statements on issues like these are actually counterproductive. There's no reason to do that. Uh, he, uh, as everyone knows now, faced all kinds of backlash, both internally and externally, uh, from activist types uh, who called him out and said that y'all are based in Florida. Disney does a lot of business in Florida. You need to be condemning this legislation, which really all it does is say that teachers uh, can't talk about sexual orientation and gender identity from pre-K to third grade. That's it. Uh, it doesn't ban the word gay or anything like that. Uh, the bill itself is actually only five pages, which we've written about <laughs> it several times. You can go to faithwire.com and it's it's linked. The bill's text is linked on pretty much all of our stories. It's a pretty quick read. Uh, but anyway, uh, ultimately, Chapek caved to that pressure. 
uh, and has gone all in on condemning this legislation. Uh, and even the, the Walt Disney Company vowed in late March uh, to do whatever they can to get the bill uh, repealed. Uh, they have teamed up with several other corporations and are running a GLAD-produced ad that features a transgender teenager. And, and the ad claims that Republicans are trying to tear families apart uh, over transgenderism. Chapek, for his part, has vowed uh, to do uh, whatever he can to advance the LGBT cause within uh, Disney World and within uh, the, the Disney brand overall with their movies and TV shows. So Disney has really just gone all in on this stuff, despite the fact that they're a family brand. They were a wholesome brand. That's what they were founded to be. I said this a few times. I don't think Walt Disney would even be welcome in his own company uh, anymore because he was uh, religious. He became more conservative as, as he as he got older before he uh, passed away in his 60s. So all of this has sort of come to a head. Several hundred people joined the joined Foyt's protest in Burbank at the Walt Disney headquarters. And he said at the time that he was planning to do other rallies, but he wasn't sure when or where the next one will be. Well, he's finally announced it. Uh, it's going to be May 16th at Walt Disney World, which, like I said, is just the epicenter of this debate. So I think it'll be fascinating to see ultimately what's the turnout going to be, because I'm expecting it's going to be it's going to be pretty big. People are frustrated. I, I think I think Disney has vat grossly underestimated how people feel about not just Christians. Yeah. I mean, Christians feel like their values are getting assaulted. I mean, the story I'm going to be covering uh, in a few minutes here about the reaction to a Christian singing a worship song on a plane is so over the top. I just think that people have no clue, like these executives in their ivory towers just don't have any clue what the average American actually believes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I saw an I saw an article, guys. I don't know if you saw it. They, they did a feature profile on the new editor of the New York Times, I think. And you just read about this guy, and he's uber wealthy. He's sitting on the floor. He speaks Chinese. <laughs> it's just he goes to the you know Broadway operas five times a week. Just so out of touch from what the average Joe just trying to eke out a living actually believe so i think a lot of people on the executive ranks are in for a rude awakening in the coming weeks and months yeah no I, and i think that i think that is the case you know this is one of those things too when a company has a dispute or a problem usually your goal is to get over it quickly and move on that's sort of pr 101 you know either you issue an apology you pretend it never happened and you go silent or you just you know go silent in general this is a departure from that, and I think it's going to actually play itself out in a really detrimental way because it's just exacerbating, getting bigger. You've got protests continuing, and the more that happens, I mean, there were reports this week about Netflix, right? Netflix is losing subscribers. There is a real streaming war, and while these big streamers may never go away, they may feel a little bit of a dent, and this type of dent is a brand damaging den. It's something mm. people don't necessarily forget. And I think that's the the difference mm. here from a lot of the other controversies we've seen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting that over the last, because you are right, Billy, that Disney kind of went all in and they chose not to back off and be kind of quiet about it. And they just went in and then went in and then went in again. Uh, but now over the last week or so, they've been a little bit quieter. So I'm wondering <laughs> if maybe they thought, 
we might have gone a little bit too far because there's a brand new poll out that says that the majority of Americans actually agree with what's in the the parental rights bill. Even 51% of Democrats yeah. agree with what's in the bill. So I'm thinking maybe, potentially, I don't know, maybe this is just optimistic of me, but it maybe is. Disney's starting to think we might have gone a little bit too far, but you know, we'll see what Doesn't happens. matter though. Their new LGBTQIA plus elemental P board that they have inside of Disney will make sure that they say something because as we all know and we've all learned in the coming in the recent days that uh silence is violence guys so can't yeah. have that well, and those those advisory boards is where the power really is oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. yeah indeed all right let's hop it Billy why don't you uh why don't you hop in next see what you got all right. So in light of this conversation, Vice President, former Vice President Mike Pence told an audience something very interesting earlier this month. He was at an April 12th event at the University of Virginia, and there was a Q&A period during the speech. And uh, a student came up and this what's so interesting is it was the last question of the night. And the student says, here's the quote. I'm just wondering if one of your children came out to you as gay, how would you respond? What would you tell them? And Pence wasted almost no time in delivering a response. And here's what he said. He said, quote, I'd look them in the eye and tell them I love you. And it was an interesting comment. It got applause. And obviously, you know, people really liked it in the audience. But he went on to start talking about religious freedom and religious liberty. He said, anybody who knows him and his family, they know that the Pences love everyone. They treat everybody the way that they want to be treated. He then went into a number of other elements that had to do more with public policy. He talked about mutual respect, free speech, religious, religious expression. And he was very clear. He said, although I believe that marriage is between a man and a woman, I believe in traditional marriage and I believe marriage was ordained by God and instituted in the law, but we live in a pluralistic society. And here's what he said about what he called, quote, the way we go forward. He said, the way we go forward and the way we come together as a country united, I believe, is when we respect your right to believe and my right to believe what we believe. That was a really interesting, I mean, let's talk about the why it matters. That's a powerful commentary. Now, people are going to look at his past record and they're going to go after him. And let's face it, the laws in this country were very different not that long ago. But here we are right now. He said we're seven years into this battle and there is a battle between people who are who are in same-sex relationships looking to get married and people who are trying to live out their Christian beliefs. And what he's essentially saying here is let's respect our rights to disagree. Let's honor one another. And so these comments obviously come at a time where there's a lot of consternation and a lot of infighting and a lot of debate and a lot of the values that were once held dear in this culture are now hated by the culture. And so Christians are sort of waking up to that. And, you know, he was very clear on what he believed about marriage, but he did say that comment about believing what we believe. Let's have a freedom to do that with one another. And so I thought it was, I thought it was a really interesting hmm. commentary, starting with his response to hypothetically to a child coming out yeah definitely is and i think where it's going to be interesting to see is how those on the lgbt side of the equation respond to that essentially that argument that position because they've staked their claim that any opposition to lgbt is hate it's anti-lgbt it's hate speech and it's causing harm i mean we saw this whole debacle with the libs of tiktok the whole argument from the Washington Post is that the, anybody who opposes LGBT agendas 
is ultimately anti them and causing harm to them and causing them to inflict harm on themselves, etc. So I don't know that they're going to be able to make that leap and say, you know what, it's fine for us to just agree to disagree because they've staked their, now I don't agree with this. I mean, I think it's possible to disagree with someone's life choices, like engaging in gay relationships, but still love them and still treat them with respect. I think that's possible. They've staked the claim that it's not possible. And thus you see all the debates you have now. So it'll be interesting to see how they respond to that, if anyone responds to that. But I mean, eventually that question is going to have to, whether it's Pence's comments or someone else down the road, I do think that those two views are going to eventually clash and we'll see how they respond to it. Yeah. I mean, to your point, that's what Pence was talking about there is true tolerance, but it's something that we don't celebrate in our culture anymore. We've redefined tolerance to, to something completely different different than tolerance. Uh, we now say that if you to tolerate somebody means that you accept and fully embrace and endorse their behavior. It's like, <laughs> right. I mean, if, if that w- if I was accepting and embracing and endorsing everybody's behavior, then there would be no need for tolerance. So, you know, there, that's not tolerance. That's, uh, that's acceptance. Uh, but what Pence is advocating for is actual tolerance. Like what you're saying, Dan is look, I completely disagree with your lifestyle. You choosing to live in a homosexual relationship. I think that's wrong. But as a believer, I can say that, that, that doesn't change my perception on your value as a human being. Mm. Uh, and I think that ultimately that's what, that's the root of what uh, vice president Pence was saying is, or former vice president, Pence was saying is you know, the root of my belief as a Christian is that you have innate value that's uh, it supersedes all of this other stuff. So I love and accept you as a human, uh, whether I disagree with you or not on your life uh, lifestyle choices is is essentially irrelevant. Uh, but like you said, it'll be interesting to see if if that's a in the yeah. past that has not <laughs> been something people have been willing to accept. So we'll yeah. see though if that's something moving forward if people will will have any sort of appetite for or not yeah if they'll be willing to tolerate christians right, in their exactly. views <laughs> i mean it's like again it's like asking somebody to go to church with you i'm a christian i'm not demanding that everybody comes to church and worship with me and yeah. or they're bigots right i mean that's just not how life works well speaking guys of demanding that people worship with us <laughs> let's that goes right nicely into our next story here which is honestly it's happened a couple days ago but i have just come across some more reaction to this first uh, well, first, let's say what happened here. So we have a group of Christians, including a Singaporean man who was volunteering with Ukrainian refugees in Poland with a group of uh, other Christians. And on their flight home, he asked the pilot if they could sing a song to cheer up the passengers. And the and they told him what it was, a worship song they wanted to worship. And Uh, The pilot agreed and the crew agreed. And so they sing this one song and somebody filmed a few seconds of it. And here I'll uh, I'll play uh, a few seconds of it here. Trey, Billy, I don't think you guys are going to hear this, but uh, I'll I'll just play it for here for one second. So you can get a taste of what it sounded like here uh, on the plane. So you have you can only see a few seconds of reaction there. You see a few people singing along. Um, it's hard to tell who's with who, what, what, who's in the group, who's not. Some people are filming on their phones, 
and other people are just kind of looking down and you know doing whatever it is they're doing they have headphones on maybe they can't even hear it uh, but what i'm interested in here guys is the reaction first we had ilhan omar who tweeted out this was i believe on easter i'd have to go back and actually look at the tweet it was either on easter or the day after and she posts imagine if you know, my family sang on a plane and what kind of reaction we'd get maybe we should do it and see what happens you know insinuating that Muslims would not be able to do this on a plane without being chastised or criticized. Now, there is a slight difference between singing some sort of a Islam song on a plane, which I don't even really know what Islam worship songs sound like, but there's a history there that I'm not sure Ilhan Omar is aware of about some radical Islamists and planes. Not sure if she's aware of that, but there's there's probably a reason why there's maybe a different reaction to that or a little hesitancy on that. Nevertheless, Vice has gone through and they've written this up and they've interviewed people and they are very concerned, guys, about Christians speaking out in public. They say the video, which has 35 million views on Twitter and 560,000 on TikTok, triggered a flood of comments with many commenters expressing that bringing the church onto a plane where passengers had nowhere to go was inappropriate and offensive. <laughs> um, I, There's a lot you could say here. A lot of us in society have nowhere to go when we're getting bombarded with all the various messages from culture, things on gender and sex, racial issues, and a whole host of things that uh, maybe we disagree with the popular opinion that's going on, but nevertheless, we have to hear it. But this thing is what Vice, the renegade brand, is just unwilling to accept. <laughs> Somebody said, I quote, I would be wearing out my flight attendant call button. Uh, Y'all wouldn't be okay with someone looking like me singing about Allah on a plane. Again, I've pointed out why some people might not be thrilled about initially hearing Allah Akbar on a plane. Just saying, I, I'm stating the obvious here. There's a history there that you just can't ignore. That said, guys, you know, there were there were more comments here on the thing on the on the article here from from Vice. I just want to get your guys' reaction to some of this reaction to a Christian simply singing a song on a plane, which he had permission from the from the pilot to do. I mean, as somebody who has been on many subways and been bombarded <laughs> with messages in the morning before coffee, that's fair. I can, under, I can understand being slightly if you weren't a Christian irritated by it maybe i mean i don't even know that it wouldn't irritate me if somebody else no, got up and i wouldn't care i joked about i mean the muslim thing i'm joking about because of the history there but i wouldn't i wouldn't care honestly i it would not care raise you enough to you no. muster enough energy to write an op-ed let's start there. no no let's start um, there look buy some think, noise canceling headphones problem solved when you travel right, on a plane exactly. if you buy noise canceling headphones guess what you can't hear anything you hear absolutely nothing no baby screaming no nothing you're good to go problem well, solved I just think that it's, I mean, how blind can you be to your own? There's so many people who, like you were saying, Dan, who are bombarding everyone else with yeah. messages, inserting them in schools, pretending they're not there. I mean, it's just insane the things that are pushed on everybody else. And it started years ago with the conversation about evolution and creationism, and it's just metastasized into all these gender issues. And if this is your biggest complaint, that somebody got up and sang a worship song <laughs> in an effort to inspire people, right. and you don't see the insanity of the other right, messages. Right, right. I don't know how to help people anymore. I mean, it's just yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
I, why does everybody have to be a curmudgeon? It's just what I Seriously. Know. You know, it's not it just, a, I don't know. I feel like so many people, and it, part of it is because it's rewarded in our culture, is you wake up and you find something to, to complain be a, about. Yeah. You find yeah. something to let me speak to the manager about this. It's yes. like, just, just live. Yeah, I think that by and large, and I'm not saying that because I think it's awful for you to be annoyed. I get what you're saying, Billy. I think I would be the same way. It's like, okay, I've got this early morning flight. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to be in my bubble. So I like, I get that. But I just think like, why spend your time being so frustrated and so focused on something that really is of no consequence to your life? Like you're going to get on the plane, you're going to get off the plane and you're going to move on with your life. Like it's not that big of a deal. I think people generally do yourself a favor. You'll be happier if you just stop finding things to complain about all the time. Yeah. That's my takeaway from this story, I, honestly. I 100% agree. I think that is a great takeaway on this. Just just let it go. I mean, there's that viral video of the guy when they were all waiting for a delayed plane in the in the uh, waiting area there at the airport, and he gets over the loudspeaker thing and he sings No Diggity. <laughs> now, I, now, that was fun and hilarious, but... A lot of people might have just been like, oh, I don't, I don't want to listen to No Diggity right now. I don't care. Or ever. Or ever, <laughs> right? And so, uh, well, it's just, it's the same thing. Nobody cares. They don't have a problem when it's a song they like, but the moment it's a Christian song, they get all up in arms about it. And so it is, it, it just let things happen. I, I like the way you put that, trait. Just, just live. Just let it go. Just you move make on like, with your make life. Make like Elsa and let it make go. Make like Elsa have, and let it go. Yet, or have we not? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, it's just like... There And that could be applied to so many things in culture today that would be great if people just, it's amazing how if you just let something go, huh, it goes away. And, but you're right though, people are now taught about these microaggressions and you have to be offended by this and you better dig into this and speak to the manager and uh, we're, we're training a generation of victims who are just victimized by every single thing that happens to them in society right. and it's it's you know you 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 kind of harken back to a simpler time before all the social media and people trying to go viral with a with a clip that they can find on the phone and cuz because if you film that video right on the plane if you're on that plane you're filming it for one of two maybe three reasons you like it and you want to share it because you think it's great that some people are sharing their faith or two you want to malign them because you're thinking wow this is i've got a gripe and yeah. uh the whole, the, but the bigger point is people are looking at their phones and seeing how can I frame this to society at large? When before that time, we would have just said, oh, huh, how about that? Somebody sang a song <laughs> and then you'd yeah. move on with your life. So yeah. the perils just, of social media. Right, exactly. Stop being scandalized by everything because <laughs> nine out of the 10 times, it's not a scandal. No, that's right. Um, unless, unless you make it one in your mind. Yes. Uh, I had a, a friend in college who he said like there's, we, he would go to a concert, for example, and he said, there are some things that I'll videotape and then some things that I won't. He said, and the stuff that I don't videotape, it's so relieving because yeah. like, this is just for me. I'm just enjoying this yep. in the moment. Or if you're not enjoying it, don't videotape it. Just let it pass. And let, <laughs> yeah. it, let it be over with. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. No, that's I agree. My, that's my two cents. Don't well, be a Karen. Let me don't summarize. Don't be a Karen. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, I feel better that we got that off our chest. I don't know about you guys, but I feel better now. I can go ahead one step closer <laughs> into the weekend now with with that one all discharged and, and taken care of. Yeah, exactly. Put to bed. All right. 
Well, there we go. One step closer to the weekend. We'll be back here tomorrow with more news from a Christian perspective. As always, head on over to faithwire.com, cbnnews.com. Make it a regular stop on your internet browsing for the day. Um, But we'll be back here tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Enjoy. Enjoy.